going on, everyone? Episode 72 of Vipe Luck Talk Live. I am your host, Wack. Joining alongside me today are Jackson and let her adjust the screen there. Shayna, there she is. How are you guys doing? Jackson, how are you doing, man? Yeah, doing good. Uh, it's been a busy week. I uh, had some exciting games last week and then going to have some uh, more exciting games this week as uh, from most schools, district play starts in some of these bigger districts. So a uh, very exciting week. Yeah, a very exciting indeed. And we didn't have a show on, on Monday, obviously, you know, Labor Day. We decided to get, take the day off. But we'll get into some of that action from last week, um, you know, today. But before we do that, Shana, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just excited, like Jackson said, to see some of these district games. We have some big ones happening, and I'm excited to see what the athletes have, what what they've learned through the off-season, summer play, and preseason play, see what they bring into district. Yeah, some district games are starting indeed. A couple, I know Westlake, uh, their district is starting, uh, to, you know, to, uh, tonight, actually. So, uh, but uh, let's talk about last week's games. You know, we didn't get to talk about it on on Monday. So, you know, what were some of those games that maybe were really surprising, uh, you know, a little close, maybe a blowout? I know uh, Tascacita and Katie was a, was a really good game out there in, um, in, in Houston. But, uh, Jackson, let's come to you first. What were some of those games out there that were, you know, surprising, shocking, whatever to you? Yeah, uh, some of the games that were surprising and shocking to me, I, I was uh, shocked at the Parish Episcopal Episcopal game. Uh, you know, Parish Episcopal went out and beat Alito. Lots of people thought that was kind of a blowout, um, but that Parish Episcopal team is really good. They came down to Houston, play Episcopal, who had a couple transfer guys come from public school, uh, and they played them really tight, 24-17 game, only a touchdown game. Uh, was very – excited to see that for Episcopal as they're primed to have a big year. Uh, that was a game that was really close. The Atascacita-Katie game, uh, Atascacita was in that game, and uh, they had their opportunity with about three, uh, a minute and 30 seconds left to try to come back and tie that game back up. Uh, but that was a really great game overall. It was uh, two really good teams that I expect to have really big years and uh, pot potentially win both their districts. Uh, depending on how things play out. So those those are some of the games that really caught me. Shana, how about you? Any games in the DFW area that really stood out to you? You know, there are the two that continually come to mind as I was reflecting on last week's play was Lancaster upsetting South Oak Cliff. Um, I don't think anybody saw that coming in Lancaster, and we're seeing that they are really making strides in – um, the talent that they put on the field. Um, and then the other one is Alito's 0-2 start. Um, I mean, we're talking about title town here, and they're going to start the season 0-2. Uh, I think people expected Geyer to win, but Geyer won something crazy like 44-14, to something that you don't expect to see coming from Alito. We knew that it was going to be a rebuilding season. I think we didn't realize quite how much rebuilding they had to do. Jackson, you have one more you want to mention, and, and I think there's a good reason why. Well, what's that game you want to mention? Yeah, I was out at the Thursday night showdown game last week, Crosby versus Fortin Marshall. We had uh, Fortin Marshall ranked uh, as number one in 5A for the Houston area, and they got uh, 
they got beaten overtime by a Crosby team that was missing eight players, eight key players. And that Crosby team is looking really good. Obviously, they had the tough week one loss to CE King, a big 6A program. But uh, Crosby is definitely putting something together. They've got the senior quarterback, Kyron Miles, coming back. I really liked what I saw from him, and I really liked what I saw from a lot of those defensive players on Crosby. Once they get the, uh, to full strength, their team's going to be really good. I expect them to make some noise in that new district they've got this year. Um, but, yeah, I was really excited about that game, a really fun game. And if you haven't uh, seen any highlights on it, go to our YouTube and check out Week 17, Episode 2. That's right. Our new feature, Week 17, each week we take a look at a team we feel has championship potential, and we're following them through that week. So Week 2 featured Crosby High School, and Week 1 was, of course, the Woodlands. Week 3 is going to be Liberty Hill High School. will be there tomorrow filming that. So be on the lookout for that next Thursday. Next Wednesday, I'm sorry, next Wednesday. And then, of course, I think in my area, I think the game that everyone was most tuned into was Steele versus Lake Travis. Could a San Antonio 6A power finally take down an Austin power? And it did happen. Of course, Bo Edmondson did not play again. We have to, I think it's important to point out. But I think, you know, you got to give the credit to Steele. You know, when it mattered most, Lake Travis was going for that tie. Still, um, you know, they stood up and they got that game-winning interception. So you can't discredit what Steele did. And now they got <laughs> they turn around and they play Huddle this week. And I'm really high on Huddle. I really like what I've seen from Huddle so far this year. They beat Sam Marcus in week one pretty convincingly. Turn around and go and beat the slot T, uh, you know, team that is Liberty Hill. I mean, Liberty Hill put up 500 yards rushing and still lost. That's how you know, uh, you know, Huddle had a really good, really good game. Um, so the turnaround, they'll be playing uh, still. I think still is coming down to Hutto, if I'm not mistaken. So cannot wait for that one. That one is a game to watch. We are, by the way, having a little streaming issues. Um, little, you know, maybe Ashton's bad luck. Jackson, you'll you'll know there came my way. So um, you know, if if it is buffering, or whatever, give it a second and we'll come back. So we do apologize about that. Uh, but with that being said, I think yeah, for me it had to be um, still um, and. and and late Travis last week as kind of the game, you know, Jackson, you were a little bit bold last week and you picked Westlake over Judson and I was, and so did Josh, Josh uh, Cook. I was a little surprised by that pick and lo and behold, um, you know, I think I was a little bit, you know, came out, I was a little, I was like, what are you guys doing? And Westlake really showed that, I, look, I think their last hardest game is going to be um, two weeks from now when they play Lake Travis, let's be honest, before they reach the playoffs. Lake Travis, Westlake is looking good this year. That being said, let's turn it over. Now, actually, Shannon, you brought up something, you know, a point I want to I bring up here, and, and that's South Oak Cliff. Do we need to hit the, hit the panic button on that? I don't think so. I think they just need to find a quarterback. I think that's the biggest concern at South Oak Cliff, finding a quarterback. I think they're going to be fine once they do that. Shannon, what do you think? Um, so I mentioned those two games because in the, I'm going to get to both of them uh when we talk about things to look at for this week. Um, I wouldn't quite say hit the panic button. I don't think it's panic worthy yet, but I mean, they're going up against a loaded DeSoto and it's, it's going to be, I I hate to to put all of my eggs in one basket here, but I really think DeSoto is going to pull this off. We're going to see an 0-3 start to a reigning state championship or reigning state champion season. Um, so a panic, no, but uh, you kind of, this is one of the teams in Dallas that you're looking at under one of those magnifying glass glasses to say, 
what is going on with this program? This is not the team that was playing at Jerry World just a short time ago and taking home a championship. Well, I think that also shows why it's important to have those, um, you know, key pieces, if you will, right? You, you, probably the most key position is quarterback, uh, and they're trying to find that right now. So, um, you know, not ready to hit the pink button on that yet. But let, let's let's go ahead and talk about this week's games. And uh, you know, Jackson, let's come to you. Um, whether it's Houston, whether it's outside of Houston, you, you know, you name it. What are some of those games this week that you're really going to have your eye on? Yeah, I think uh, the big one in the Houston area this week is going to be North Shore Westfield. Uh, they're two teams that we have ranked in the top three of our rankings. Uh, they've both played really well to start off the season. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a big matchup. Last year, Westfield pulled off the win against North Shore in the regular season. Of course, we know North Shore took that loss, but then won the rest of the year, took the state title. Uh, so this is going to be a good rematch this year. I'm expecting it to be uh, maybe high scoring as both offenses are rolling right now. So very interested to see that game um, more than uh, the rest. I'm also excited to see KD versus Tompkins. Uh, both are 2-0. and That's the first week of district. Uh, Tompkins has really showed their strength, showed that they've got a really good team this year. Uh, it's going to be very interesting as you'll have those two match up at the first game in district. And uh, if you if you're KD and you lose that game and Tompkins wins out, well, Tompkins wins the district. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, very excited to see those two games in the Houston area. Shane, let's turn it over to you now. Go ahead and give me those one or two games that you've got your eye on. So I think it's going to be big to see what happens with Alito and Justin Northwest tonight. Um, Justin Northwest is kind of on a roll. Yes, they have a loss to their name, but Jake Strong and the entire team has been, um, I mean, not to be punny, but strong. Um, they, they've been showing that hard work pays off. And I think an 0-2 start from Alito definitely has them fired up to say, hey, it, we can beat Alito. Alito is not picking up any gas this season, and we can beat them. And then the second one that I, I'm really interested in seeing is Parish Episcopal versus Austin LBJ. One of the things that they talked a lot about at their media day was this season, this especially non-district games, is Parish versus um, the UIL. And their their big thing was, we wanna show that we have what it takes to compete against these big time um, public schools. And we aren't just tapped royalty. We are the real deal. We are something to pay attention to throughout the season. I'm loving it. I'm definitely on the Panthers bandwagon. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested in those two games. Other than that, I think Geyer and Lancaster is gonna be good too. Sorry, live TV here or live live streaming. Uh, looking through my games here, I'm trying to trying to see. I think, uh, you know, talking about a small school. You know, let's talk about small school here in, in my area. Poth versus Shiner. Um, you know, Shiner obviously had that loss earlier in the year, but I think this is a game for Poth, right, to really see where they stand. Last year is a pretty pretty uh, pretty easy victory for Shiner on their way to their undefeated season. I'm interested to see what Poth does in this game. I don't know if they'll win this game, but I'm interested to see how tough they play Shiner. You know, I can really say a lot about what we can expect from this Poth team that's kind of always been right on that edge of making the state title game in the last few years. Um, so definitely check out that one for sure. 
And then, of course, I already mentioned it, um, Hutto taking on Steele. That is a big-time game for both programs. Really going to show where they stand. I mean, Hutto is 2-0, and and like I said, they're kind of one of my dark horse teams or a team. I think you know they got a, a junior quarterback, so he's going to be around for a couple of seasons. And, and, um, and I think you know a good game here by either team can go a long way when you think of you know success when you come later on in the season. Um, and then Liberty Hill and Georgetown. I mean, Liberty Hill, Liberty Hill lost to, to – um, uh, Hutto last week, but you know this is a good good uh, game for both. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Liberty Hill five AD two Georgetown five AD one. So they played last year, and, and believe it or not, it was a low scoring affair seventeen fourteen Liberty Hill one. Um, I think this game can do a lot for both squads. It can show you know Liberty Hill is right on track to where they were last year. You know, rebounding from a loss to a quality six eight opponent last week, and on the other, uh, if Georgetown wins, you know, hey. They might be a team to look out for in 5A D1. Uh, you know they're they're in a district with uh, with College Station this year, so uh, you know that's going to be it'll be a good sign for them if they come out with the victory. So that's another game uh, to watch for me. Um, how about this? Let's let's go on. I know Jackson. I know Shana mentioned it, but I know you told me. Do you want to talk? Do you have something to add to that LBJ uh, Dallas uh, Parish Episcopal game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. You've already seen them taking down Alito, came down to play Episcopal in Houston, uh, took care of business there. Then they play LBJ this week, who was in the state title game last year. And then they're playing South Oak Cliff next week. So I know we were talking about it, time to hit the panic button for South Oak Cliff, but they better not sleep on this, this parish Episcopal game because they roll, like Shana said, it, it's them against the UIL. They're ready to show that they can keep got the guys to do it so it's going to be a very interesting next two weeks watching that parish team and very excited to see what they do against two of those big time programs let's move on to another question now and that's um kind of let's call it the upset watch right maybe this can be a new weekly segment right what team are you looking at that you know should be on upset kind of alerts, if you will um you know i, I know there's this question on you so you know kind of put you on the spot here but shana who, who should be on upset alert this week? Um, so I am going to go out on a very, very, very thin limb right now. And I'm going to say Denton, Geyer, and Lancaster. Like, I, I, I believe Lancaster has what it, I know. I know. Lancaster has what it takes. They have the talent. They have the athleticism. And Geyer is amazing. Don't get me wrong. This is not anything to do with Denton Geyer. It's are they going to look at, oh, we're just facing Lancaster and under-prepare? Are they, are they preparing for a game of checkers while Lancaster is preparing for a game of chess? Very interesting choice, Jackson. I will turn it over to you now. Who is on upset alert this week? Yeah, I, I mean, I might give you two. It's two games I mentioned earlier, and they might not seem like upsets, but I feel like they would be uh, for this reason. I, I feel like Westfield or North Shore should possibly be on upset alert. They lost to Westfield last year. Westfield has their number. They know that they can beat this team uh, that returned a lot of younger players to that North Shore roster. I, I feel like that could be a game where you could see Westfield pull it out uh, pull out that victory. I, I, that might not mu- seem like much of an upset, but, I mean, that is the defending state champs. Uh, they're the three-time state champs in four years. I, I would say that's a pretty big win for them. Uh, also, Tompkins playing Katie. I feel like if T- 
Tompkins can take down Katie, a lot of people are going to be surprised by that, and they're going to be looking towards Tompkins uh, as they're primed to have a really big year. Got a lot of key pieces back from last year's team. Uh, they're getting really good quarterback play from Chris Gilbert Jr. Uh, very interested to see that game. I think Katie could be on upset alert too, which would be the top two seeds in our uh, Vibe Houston 6A rankings. So uh, that's my hot take. Hopefully it uh, doesn't. Hopefully one of those teams gets a dub, but those are my two upset awards. You know, I feel like it's kind of hard in, in the Austin-San Antonio area this week. Like, I think I think the one that you'd probably want to say would be New Braunfels versus New Braunfels Canyon, but I'm picking New Braunfels in that game, so I can't really say, can I really say that New Braunfels is going to be on upset alert when I'm going to pick them to win? In our, uh, you know, we have our, our weekly pickums, which, by the way, Shane, I told you wrong earlier. You're actually uh, behind by one game. It's me and Merle that are actually tied um, uh, for the top spot. But, uh, yeah, you know, so, I, I mean, again, I'm Poth versus Shiner. I'm probably going to pick Shiner. But could both be on? You know, let me say that one. I am going to pick Shiner to win that game for my for my picks of the week. But I'm going to say that Shiner is on upset or posts on upset alert to, to win that game. I think they have a really good shot. I think if if everybody can come to play, that's going to be the one. I mean, you go up and down the roster from Austin San Antonio across the board for all the other games. There's really not one that's like ooh. You know what? Here's another one. Uh, Clark and Reagan. Reagan's coming in at 0 and 2. They played tonight. Um, and, and that's a little surprising 0-2 for Reagan, and Clark is 2-0, so very, you know, hot start for Clark. Reagan, that one could be an upset when you think of an 0-2 versus a 2-0. I think Reagan has the skill and the talent to to win that game, so that that would be my other other one. So how about this now? Um, you know, uh, if, if you're in front of a TV or if you have this magical TV, right, and, and this can be in your area, this could be, in my area, Shana's area, anywhere in between. If you had a magical TV that allowed you to watch any game this week out of the whole state of Texas, what game would you watch? Um, Jackson, let's start with you. Yeah, I would. I think I'd still have to go North Shore Westfield. I think that's just going to be an awesome game. Uh, in the Dallas area, I would definitely go Parrish and LBJ. I guess those would be my two top two. I think those are going to be two highly competitive games. Uh and I think they're just going to be fun games to watch as Texas high school football fans. Shannon, let me pose that question to you now. If you had that magical TV that allowed you to watch any Texas high school football game, which game would that be? You know, I've got to go with Parrish and Austin LBJ. Uh, whether Parrish wins or loses, we are going to see some of the biggest hearts in Texas high school football go head-to-head. Um, it's going to be an all-out, leave-everything-on-the-field game, and it's it's definitely one to watch this week. Put me on the spot here because do I go somewhere else? If I had to pick a game, where would I go? Do I do I say, let's just, hey, let's just all go together? I don't know. You know, it's funny because I actually think if I could watch a game, it's probably going to be the one I'm actually going to already, which you can call it a cop-out if you want, and I'm okay with that. I'm going to say Liberty Hill, Georgetown, because, again, you know, if you look at Liberty Hill, right, came within a two-point conversion in 2020 of making the state championship. They lost last year in a very good game between South Oak Cliff and Liberty Hill in the, in the championship game. 
So now they're coming in this year, and I think they've got a chip on their shoulder. They've got two really good junior running backs, Joe Pitchford and Noah Long, who I think can carry this team all the way to the state championship game. And like I said, they have a really good game against Georgetown. Played them close last year, or they won that close game last year, I should say. And now they're coming in, and you know, I think after last week, they've got a little bit of a bitter taste in their mouth with that loss because you know they were. Hudo, you know, if you go look at that score, it was a seven-point win. But Hudo was dominating that that game up until the mid-fourth quarter. And Liberty Hill had a furious comeback. I think they were actually like a play away from tying that game. And so I'm gonna say Liberty Hill and Georgetown. That's where that's where you should be. That's where I'm actually gonna be. And in, in, and if I wasn't there, I'd want to be there anyways. I think that's gonna be our show for today. Before we get out of here, any last games you want to mention before we go? Jackson, any last games you want to mention? Yeah, I'll mention the games I'm going to tonight. I'm going to Oak Ridge Woodlands uh, first game. Uh, two really good teams. I know we saw Woodlands take a pretty hefty loss against North Shore week one, but they came back, bounced back week two against Lamar, uh, and that offense seems to be rolling with uh, maybe Matoyer. Uh, I think also, you have Oak Ridge, who's one and one. Uh, they Stratford really tight last week. A really good Stratford offense, uh, and studs all over the defense. Very excited to watch that game tonight. Uh, that was potentially going to be my upset alert, but I do think the Woodlands gets it done tonight. But very competitive game, ready to watch it. Shana, how about you? Any last games you want to mention? Um, I do think people should keep their eyes on Dallas Christian's game this week. Uh, they, they've been on a roll, just like Parish Episcopal has. They are playing First Baptist, um, and it, it's a big possibility they're going to pull off this win, and if they do, it's going to be Coach Wheeler's 300th win. So I think that is big for Dallas Christian and definitely something that should be watched. And then, I mean, Alito and Justin Northwest, I'm interested. I, I'm not going to call it an upset alert because I think Justin Northwest is going to beat him anyway. Um, but it would be a panic mode for Alito. And I'm going to give you three, all, of course, in the Austin San Antonio area. Bernie and Antonian Prep play tomorrow. Um, I'm very high on Bernie in my um, Five Burning Questions article from Monday. Go check that out at Vibe.com. You know, poise the question, you know, now that Austin LBJ is in 5A, is Bernie kind of that 4A team in our area that people need to pay attention to that could go and make a run? I think the answer is yes. We Time will tell, of course, if they can. Um, and then also on Friday, we have my alma mater, Pleasanton, taking on Jernton. Kind of a rivalry, if you will, that's kind of been renewed over the last few years that I'm, I'm really happy to see uh, Pleasanton coming in 0-2, Jernton 2-0. So excited to see that game. Can Pleasanton finally get on the win column? They played two tough opponents, including Bernie, last week. And then finally, a Uvalde taking on Poteet. I only mentioned that one because one, Uvalde 2-0. you got to love that kind of story. Then Poteet, my brother, coaches there now. So, you know, kind of one of those things. Or who do I root for there? Uh, so those are the three that if you're in that area to follow along, I think there's going to be some good games there in the area. Let's close it out. How I like to close out all my shows by giving some shout-outs. Shana, who are you shouting out today? You know, just everybody who's getting the job done this season, whether it's a coach, a fan, a parent taking their kids to practice every day, um, keep doing it. It's going to pay off. These kids are going to look back in – I mean, they're going to be teenagers right now, but they're going to look back in 10 years and be really appreciative. So keep getting the job done. You're doing great even on days that feels like you're not. Very well said. Jackson, who are you shouting out? Yeah, I'm going to shout out uh, media members this week. We're, we're in week three now. Uh, 
things are going great at the on the Vibe standpoint, ready to go out, cover more games. Uh, just so shout out everyone that's going out to cover games. Uh, and uh, just also shout out my youngest brother. Uh, they won their first freshman high school football game, first high school win for him. Uh, very excited to watch that game last night and watch him play. So shout out Peyton and, uh, yeah, shout out you all for another good episode. And I am going to shout out, and this is funny because we actually recorded our Vibe Cruise Spotlight show just really literally right before this. And uh, I couldn't think of anyone to shout out, so I just shouted out UT football because it's the big game against Bama. But I want to shout out. Um, did I just lose my train of thought? I think I just lost my train. I had someone. I had something good, and then I just lost it. And it was something to do with maybe the, you know. I'm gonna shout out my brother. How about that? Let's just shout out my brother, coaching for the Petite Aggies, play Valley this weekend. I had something good. I swear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you like that? You like anything with the word Aggies and a hot Jackson? Uh, so shout out to. You know, shout out to my brother and any other, you know, coach out there who's a, a brother or, you know, husband, whatever. Let, let's do that. Man, I had something good, too, and I completely botched it. So, you know, that's okay. So, you know, I mean, little, little happy mistakes, as we like to call them. It's going to be our show for today. We'll be here every every day, uh, well, weekday at 3 o'clock for some type of show tomorrow. It's going to be the Viper Spotlight Show, which will uh, be myself, Jackson, and Ashton on that show tomorrow. And every Thursday at 3, 3 o'clock, we have this Vibe Locker Talk Live where we preview the games that are happening this week. That being said, let's go ahead and get on out of here for today. Until next, till next episode, I'm Wack, that's Jackson and Shana, and we'll see you at the games.